Have you ever seen those small signs on the side of the road? Very often written in marker. They say something like, John buys ugly houses. Did you know that these folks, very often not even named John, get lists of homes that have been paid off or are on a reverse mortgage and call the homeowner, in many cases, attempting to undervalue the home and buy it for a very low price. Well, neither did I. I'm your host, Valerie Lynn, and I'm so excited to welcome Brian and Randy Ray of Senior Home Partners, encompassing both the real estate and general contractor side of home buying and selling. We're discussing the home investor and wholesaler market. So listen in and find out who this John is and why he buys ugly houses. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. You know, it was so funny when we first started talking about real estate and selling homes, when we were talking about that and you said, you were telling me about how those cash buyers were calling seniors and trying to convince them and talk them into all of, and I was just like what I mean we've heard about all kinds of scams and I know we've all seen those signs on the side of the road right call this phone number John buys ugly houses yes <laughs> <laughs> exactly but I had no idea that this was just another thing that we have to warn our aging parents about mm-hmm. so let's let's talk about this, which really it blew my mind. It just did. I've never had this experience. I've never had anyone call me in the houses that I have owned. And so who are they called? Like, how is it that they're reaching seniors? How is it that they're making the decision to make that phone call? Well, I want to preface this with, we are not bashing investors. Investors are great when they can come in and really revitalize a community because they, they are taking the risk. And they are bringing in their own resources to um, revitalize a community or a property or an asset, right? So that is not what we're talking about. What we're talking about are people who will, who call themselves investors, who will come in with a cash offer to somebody that may have owned their house free and clear for 30 plus years with the intention of getting it for a discount and for as low as they possibly can. Because what happens, and they call they call themselves investors, and what we on the real estate side is we call them wholesalers. What is the difference between an investor and a wholesaler? Well, an, a wholesaler is somebody who will come and buy the house and put it under contract. So they'll come and buy the house at a discount. They'll come in and try to push it down as much as they can so that they can buy it at a discount. And what the, the wholesaler does is they actually flip the contract. They're going to sell that contract not necessarily the house. And then an investor will buy that contract with a fee in that and the wholesaler will get the fee and the investor then will come in and they'll put their money, time, effort, resources into the property and then they will sell that property on the market likely for a profit. 
So then you have two people profiting from the sale of this home. So like house flippers. <laughs> is that, yes. is that HG, HGTV? Yeah. So there's a distinction. Right. And I think that is that many of these people who are calling you, first off, they're marketing. That's what they're good at. And they're mm. good at cold calls and they send you flyers in the mail. And they're the ones who are just always calling you. And you told them you're not ready to sell. They're going to call you back in six months. They know there's a timeline. Everybody's going to sell at some point. And really, they're just looking at, okay, well, what's going to work for you? Their intention, again, is to get it as low and as the best price for them. So they're going to give you every reason it's not worth Mm -hmm. what, what Zillow says, what that real estate agent says. No, no, no. Here's why it's worth this. It can't be made any other way. If you wanted to do it for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why this price is this price. They're good salespeople. They'll come in and say, okay, well, this is the cost of selling your house. And they'll give you the amount. And then they'll say, well, this is how much it's going to cost for you to get your house ready on the market for you to even sell it. It's really, it is almost taking advantage of somebody who doesn't know what's going on because then they don't really, their intention is really just to get the house for a discount, you know? And they got the number because they just, they can do a search and it's literally, they can get numbers, they can get email addresses, their services now, everybody's data is out there. It's also public record. So they target seniors and it really just comes down to people who have owned their home free and clear. Wow. So that, so that was my next question. So they're able to actually figure out who has paid off their home mm-hmm. and that person is a good target for them. Yeah. Well, yeah. they also can exactly. target seniors also might be on a reverse mortgage or might have oh, a balance okay. that they are like afraid that they're not going to be able to pay that because they're aging, right? It's, it doesn't really matter if they own it free and clear. It's really being able to find somebody who wants to sell and is eager to sell and needs to sell, but they're afraid of putting it on the market or they're afraid of talking to a real estate agent. They're afraid of having to do the work that they need to do to get it ready for the market. You know, there's like this idea, right? That you have to do all this work to put your house on the market for it to sell. And somebody who's lived in their house for like 30 plus years, they're thinking, oh my gosh, this house is so dated. Like nobody's going to want to buy my house. I have so much stuff in here. Nobody's going to want to buy it. I have to get rid of all this so that's, stuff. That's what there is to say is that yeah. every homeowner has their own ideas about their home and what it's worth. And that's irrelevant. <laughs> it's wow. frankly irrelevant what you think your home is worth. What you need to do is talk to professionals who are going to show you yeah, Zillow said it was this, <laughs> yeah. but what you need to get there is actually this, you know, you need this and that takes expertise. That takes somebody who's going to be honest with you yeah. uh, because there's all the bunch of margin in the middle that everybody can mark it up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, are there horror stories out there of seniors? Because I'm thinking in my mind, there are also a lot of seniors that still live in their home that have early Alzheimer's you know, there, there are cognitive impairments. Are there like horror stories of seniors sort of falling for this? And then what happens next? So yes, I think is the most direct answer. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I've seen some data that just says about anywhere from six to 8% of all homes sold are sold off market. So there's a, just a large percentage of homes there, or a large percentage, no, but large number of homes being sold. And at some level, if it's off market, unlikely it's they're getting what they should, mm. just kind of the basic general rule. But I do know of other buyers that have, you know, been cheated out of much, a lot of opportunity just because mm. we see who it is. 
what they got the deal and the contract for. And, you it's, know, when we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars less than what they should, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a that's a big horror story for us. Yeah, the wow. horror stories actually don't get to us first, right? The horror stories happen until they've, they've already sold the house. Horror stories, I have one client that she was a senior, but she sold her house before. She was so jaded about the last time she sold her house because it was a wholesaler type of, of experience where she knew she sold it for below, well below market value. So she didn't trust anyone. And so we came in and we helped her that time. But for the most part, we we don't because we catch them before the horror story happens. We've worked with clients where it's like, I've got this offer in hand. Let us analyze it first, right? And yeah. so we look at it and we're like, no, you can get like 100K more than what you could be getting going on market, even going on market with all the fees, right? That you need to pay. You would still get more money. What are the reasons that people go with this option? Well, I would say the first reason is because that's the first person that came to them. It's usually because there's somebody who was on the other side, gave them, sent a letter saying, hey, I'll buy your house for this price. And they already, it's a cash offer, no games, no commission, you know, they're just, and they'll close close in in two weeks or one week or whatever. So they, yeah. So it's the, the whoever gets to them first and they're in a situation where the idea of convenience. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that makes it sound so easy because you Mm -hmm. talked before about perceptions and you know, you're right. There is that perception that, oh, you're giving this percentage to a real estate group and, oh, this, you know, percentage goes here. And then like you mentioned all the fees. And so I could see, I guess, where someone was like, oh, this is cut and dry. And I see exactly what it is. There's no fee. There are a lot of fees, right? I mean, it's like a big stack of paperwork. So when you buy or sell a house, so I could see where someone would be like, oh, this is straightforward. This is easy. Yeah. And a lot of the times, Valerie, they don't see it until they go to close. So what they'll do is the wholesaler will say, well, you, so you'll be happy with hundred K and then they go um, to at the closing table. They've assigned that contract to an investor and they sold that contract. And so now at the closing table, they don't see that the wholesaler sold it to the, the investor for 200 K. So that hundred K that wow. goes to the wholesaler, that's not seen until the end at the closing table. Do they, they do, they are required to disclose that though. Only in a percentage of sales where the wholesaler doesn't have the capital to acquire it first and then sell it because they can, they basically just tack it on into the sale so that they don't have to put anything out front. And in that case, it will be seen, but there are many who are able to buy it, hold it, and then they sell it and then it's never seen. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. And there are, I will say, let's go back to the other side of it too, is that there are situations where selling it to a wholesaler slash investor would be ideal. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What are, what are those situations? It's when you really need the money right away, like quick close. All about that. money. And Trading time and money. Yeah. These are always the it's calculations we have. The only time when you would ever sell it is when you need the money like tomorrow or you need it last week. And I will say this though, there's ways to mitigate that because we know what margin investors want and also wholesalers want, we can go in and tell you and analyze it for you. This is the lowest that you should be accepting. Otherwise, it may be worth it to be able to go on market for another month. Even if you have fees, you have to hold it. At the end, you have to pay more, but you would still net more. 
at the end. You'll profit more if you go on market, right? So we're able to analyze that whole situation to see, is that time worth it? So that's interesting because my first thought just, you know, in working with seniors is I could imagine some of our listeners going, well, when, you know, my dad walked off and got lost in the neighborhood and we had to move him into memory care really quickly, yeah. the house was the only asset. Yeah. There, there were no other liquid assets. Yeah. In real estate, and I always say this to my clients, is uh, in real estate, everything is negotiable nothing is guaranteed. So you could even sell it to a wholesaler and thinking you're going to close like in a week, but come to find out they weren't able to perform. And now you still are back at where you started. Right. So that is why I don't recommend it. I, we almost never recommend it because we can sell it to an investor at the end of the day, but, but we have a fiduciary responsibility. We have a license that we have to really be aware of. Right. And that's the difference between us and a wholesaler. Wholesalers don't. It's the wild, wild west. And what did you call the other guys with the signs? What did you call it earlier? What just like Dave with the sign? What was you? What did you call? Oh, John. John buys ugly houses. John buys ugly houses. Yes. Right. We've all seen the signs. Yeah, and yeah. they're usually their names are not John. It's just marketing, of course. Because <laughs> they actually have to hide their identity, and the numbers are usually they go to like a Google number or something like that. Because if really? they found they were found out, yeah, they can get in trouble by in some in some cities, in some counties. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that's something else we hadn't even talked about. Yeah, there's a lot to it. In some cases, yes, it makes sense to sell for cash because you needed it, right? And that's why you're still going to want to call us or at the very least a real estate agent who is adept at selling off-market property Mm -hmm. because they still have a fiduciary responsibility. Mm -hmm. Now, I would caution any real estate agent that is out there buying the property, mm-hmm. I think that is a no-no there. That's personally, they're across the fiduciary duty mm-hmm. unless they can showcase, we got four offers and I'm going to beat every one of them, mm-hmm. you know, even by a thousand bucks. Okay. Yeah. I get it. But if you're not showcasing the offers you got and yeah. off-market property, you're, you're playing that game. Yeah. You know? So that's, you're not being a fiduciary at that point. And that's like against our, you know, our, Code of law. Yeah. Really. I absolutely love that. I love that you can be that added protection in this situation where someone may not even know, you know, really what's going on. It's such a difficult time (laughs) when you're talking about needing to move your mom and dad and needing the cash from the sale of the home. There's just so much involved. What what are some of the other things that you guys are doing in addition? to helping with a situation like this? Ultimately, what we do is we make the transition and that move that can be so overwhelming, we make it a breeze. That's really our, our main overarching goal is to make it smooth. You know you we need to or got to move. And for a senior, especially as we know, man, that is stressful. The thought of dumping all my stuff, the I want the independent, like all the emotional stuff you got to go through. And then not to mention all the logistic things you got to go through. I mean, that is, nobody likes doing that, even young and adept and like, nobody likes that. And so we're very cognizant of that. And we, our service is about making that smooth such that the senior or the family it really just gets like we're gonna we're gonna spearhead it for them and guide them through the process. Mm-hmm. 
from start to finish, which is starts in many different areas. I love that. Absolutely. And it's exactly what families do. It's why we're here today. And so, yeah, so this that's really, really good. Well, you guys, thank you so much. This has been really informative for me as well. What would you say would be your number one doable tip for families who find themselves in the situation where they have to sell the home? Well, I think number one doable tip is call us. Yeah. Yeah. To that, what they get is an opportunity analysis and they can conduct that on their own. So you need a few numbers to really dial in what's possible, but it is really like, what's a cash value? What is somebody going to give you very cash? And you can go source that from all the postcards you get. You can also find out your Zillow. Zillow is going to give you the top of the market. That $700,000 is possible, but look at all the homes and what they look like. And so there's a secondary number that comes with, here's the Zillow price. You need to know how much money it takes to get there. You need a general contractor that you trust. And so you go get those two numbers. And at the same time, then there's a, you know, this is where really our expertise shines, which is what we call the biggest bang for your buck. It is the biggest ROI. We actually don't remodel most kitchens, but we are going to paint the kitchen. We're going to put new countertops on. We're going to do just the lights. We're going to do switches. We're going to do hardware, you know, and all that comes out to, $30,000, but you're going to make $650,000. So in the end, you net way more. So that is the expertise we provide. But again, that can be done if you know, talk to your real estate agent, what does it take? What's the biggest bang for the buck? If it looked, you know, if it looked fresh, we got new carpet, new paint, what would that do to it? They can give you that number and then you go to your contractor. What does that take to get there? Really finding that mix, you can make that lays out the roadmap that our opportunity analysis does. This week's episode is brought to you by Senior Home Partners. From cash offers to market sales, from construction to renovation. At Senior Home Partners, they review your unique situation and give you the clarity and peace of mind you need, knowing you have a team of real estate agents and general contractors by your side. At Senior Home Partners, your profit and peace of mind is their priority and purpose. Find more information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. You know, I have to tell you, I love, I love what I do. I love doing this show and talking to other professionals. You know, there are so many times that in what I do, I say things like, I know enough to be dangerous because like, I know enough to point you in, right. To point someone in your direction. Right. But I don't know enough about the real estate world. And so it's funny because when we first started this, I was like, wow, this is crazy. This is, you know, going to be a show about that cash buyer and beware. But I love that we're actually now giving them an option. I love that we're bringing it back around that, yes, 
there are situations when selling to that wholesaler could be good, but like you said, involves a professional, involves someone who's licensed, involves someone who, you know, because if families, again, if they don't know, they don't know. Right. And so they, they may call that sign on the side of the road because they think that's their only option. Yeah. And so I love that we're, yeah, that you're presenting another option. And then what we also do is bring in the other, other parties like you or even the assisted living communities, because even that is negotiable, you know, knowing that, Hey, if they were able, we were able to get you in, this is, I'm giving you a, you know, an evaluation of the property. If we sold this property, they'd have enough to cover for the next five years or whatever. Like, and we can negotiate with the communities and we're in communication with communities, right? That that anything can be worked out inside of communication. And I think that, yes. and then there's other options, yes. like do we get a bridge loan? Like there's so many other ways to be able to um, mitigate it so that they do get the most out of their homes because it is the, usually the last uh, bit of asset that they have. So let, yeah. let us make, let us do them right and really be able to get the most out of it. You know? Exactly. I love that. 